Okay, recording from the wonderful city, Chicago, Illinois. So today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuflam and Ches. We are on Kuflam and Zion and Rebbeis, the beginning of a new parak. So about uh, 12, 15 lines up from the bottom, you see the new parak. A Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer Oimer. Rabbi Eliezer says the following: A person is allowed to toilet to hang or to suspend a mishmaris a strainer beyond defanyanta. Now, what type of strainer are we talking about? So, in the production of wine, so they would have they would take this cloth type of strainer and you would stretch it out over uh, something that looked like a barrel and you would pour wine uh, through the strainer, thereby filtering the the wine, getting you know the dregs will stay on the filter. So, there's two questions here. Question number one which the first thought would come to mind is bayrer, separating. You're doing some type of filtering by filtering uh, the wine and getting pure wine as opposed to sediment in it. And the other uh, issue or concern here would be, am I doing anything by stretching this strainer on top of the barrel, on top of my vat? Is that called making a oil, making a tent? Is that called building? So those are the two halachic points of our Mishnah. So, Belez, Arimar, Tonus, Mishmaris, Piyanti. We let to suspend the strainer on Yantif, no problem. Vinoisnin, Latluya, Bishabas. But you can't do that on Shabbos, but you could pour it over the strainer on Shabbos. Not only can you not uh, stretch out the strainer on Yantif, because that's making some type of tent, and for sure not on Shabbos. And you cannot, you can't pour wine to a suspended strainer on Shabbos because that seems like it's but on Yantif, there are certain halachis of bayrer that are mutter on Yantif. That's the typical way to do it if you're not doing it for a, uh, a big process. So it seems like that will be mutter. Okay, so the Gemara said like this. One second. You're telling me Rebbe Lezer holds I'm allowed to stretch out the strainer on top of the barrel, thereby creating a temporary oil, a temporary tent? And he says, no problem. Really? Rebbe Lezer says, no problem? Hashtag Rebbe Lezer, his opinion is a Sufi oil, if I have an oil, a tent, like item, that's already stretched out. I can't add to it. The classic example would be an awning, an awning that's already uh, a tefach suspended. You can't stretch it out further. That's the opinion of Rebbe Lezer. I'm allowed to make a brand new one by stretching out the strainer. Now, Mahi, what's the source that he holds? You're not allowed to add to an existing oil, even on Yontif. It's not within a Mishnah. So, Pekak... We had this Mishnah way back, of Kuf Chofhev and Beis. Pekaka Chaloin, your window shutter, a Belezo, I remember, is Manshakoshevet Taloi, when it's attached to the building and it's Taloi, it's not resting on the ground, it's suspended in the air. Then, Pekin Boy, you could use it to close the window on Shabbos and The Vimlav, if it's not hanging in the air, if ain't Pekin Boy, you cannot do that. Why? Because even though I'm attaching it to an existing structure and I'm not making a Oyel Arai from new, Still, Rabbi Lazar holds us. No, you could, because you're you're adding to the structure, and it's only oil. All right, so what do you see from here? See, Rabbi Lazar is machmir. You can't even add to an oil aray on Shabbos. So you're telling me you're allowed to make one the by stretching the strainer over the vet. So the Gemara says. 
So one second, everyone agrees she knows no lara but chilu yantiv. Main circle on Shabbos, you're never allowed to make an oil lara lechatchila. The whole machlekes was adding to an existing structure. Rebbe Lezer, I mean, receive miyantiv. Main circle on Shabbos, the chumim receive miyantiv. Main circle on miyantiv. Either way, we have a very long question, but the question is: You're telling me Rebbe Lezer says in our Mishnah it's mutter to stretch out the straightener. Hold on, Rebbe Lezer is the machmir one when it comes to oil lara and Shabbos, and he holds you're not even allowed to add to an existing. Oyas, the Gemara says, or Belezer, Savalor, Krabi, Huda. You're right. When it comes, if we're learning Hilchas Oyel in our Hilchas Shabbos class, you are right. Or Belezer holds Asr. But here we're talking about something else. What am I doing? I'm preparing food. And when is this? Oh, it's Yantif. Or Belezer, Savalor, Krabi, Huda. The Tani learned in a Brisa. Uh, that there's no difference between Yontif and Shabbos, meaning what's mutter on Yontif that's not mutter on Shabbos, only Oichel Nefesh. You could fry an egg, you could cook something on Yontif, which you cannot do on Shabbos. That's the only difference. That's the opinion of the Tanakhama. And Oichel Nefesh here means literally food preparation. Rabbi Hudamater, Af Machshire Oichel Nefesh. Even things that are not actual food preparation, but it's the step before. We call it a machshire. We have this by machshire mila, not the maisa mila itself, not cooking an egg, which would be the maisa of, of Bishol. It's not the maisa mila, it's machshire mila. So Rabbi who held machshire mila, holds like Rabbi Huda, af machshire ochanefesh, even preparing something uh, f- to, to be edible, that itself is mutter for yonder. So although Rabbi Lezer might hold that you're not typically allowed to stretch out a strainer or do something that's an oil aray on Shabbos and yantif, this case is different because it is machshire oichan nefesh. So the Gemara says, "Amor, this shall mean only the Rabbi Yehuda. When did Rabbi Yehuda say it's mutter to do machshire oichan nefesh? That's machshir and shev shalasas merav yantiv. That's only talking about something that could not have been done erev yantiv. However, you could have done this filtering before yantiv. Why do you have to do it now? Machshir and shev shalasas merav yantiv. Me shaman lay. Did Rabbi Yehuda say it's mutter? So the Gemara says, "You're right. Rabbi Yehuda does not hold it's mutter. Did Rabbi Eliezer adifam into Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Eliezer holds even items that could have been processed and done and filtered." And you could have made it taste good before Yantif, and you didn't do it before Yantif, you left it for Yantif, no problem. According to Rabbi Lezer, as long as it's considered machshire, oichonefesh, it is mutter to be done on Yantif, and therefore, even though he typically does hold that there's a concept of oil aray, and it's usr, he's even more machm than chacham, you can't even extend an oil aray over here in Hilchus Yantif. When it comes to filtering your wine, you're allowed to stretch out the strainer on Yantif to filter your wine. Okay, then the chacham said it's usr. Say no, you're not allowed to do that. So you buy the Tala Mai. What's the halacha? If someone did, Chum say, don't do it. What if you did it? What if I took a strainer, I stretched it on top of the vat on Shabbos or on Yantif? What did I do? So I'm Rav Yosef, Tala Chayev Chatas. If you stretched it out, you suspended the strainer, you were Chayev Chatas. I'm going to Hold on, I'm Chayev Chatas? That's only an oil aura. If you took a jug and you would hang it from a peg, so it's hanging, so it's some type of uh, tent, right? Would you be Chayev? It's, it's aura. It's not going to last there too long. So why is the strainer also Mikhaev Elam Rabbi? It's not true. You're not Chayev. The whole thing is Midrabanan. The whole Isser here, this oil Ara they were talking about, this only Midrabanan. Because you might end up doing something worse. Watch Don't do it the same way, the same manner that you would do it during the week. This invokes the concept of Uvdo the There's a lot to discuss about this. 
which activities on Shabbos should not be done, even though technically there's nothing halachically wrong. There's a concern of over the chol. It looks like a regular weekday activity. What's the concern? Maybe you're going to end up doing malacha. Maybe it's specific things that just not Shabbos dick, as we would call it. But that is the only reason why you know stretch out the strainer. So man kira bai chumri masnisa v'tani. So bai collected many uh, teachings uh, of rices. And he said the following: Hagoid, when it comes to a bag, from a shameris and a strainer, kila, a canopy, the kise galin, and the cheer from galin, all these things, which are somewhat they're making a tent, whether you're stretching out a bag, you know, when they put down their their bags, they would stretch it out so the ear airflow would go around the bag and not spoil the contents. Strainers, which stretching out a strainer on top of you take like a mesh on top of your your vat or your and you have a canopy and this cheer loyas so one should not do them on Shabbos. You have to if you did it pater avalaser. It's only pater avalaser. It's not isur deraisa. keva. But to make a permanent tent, you build a tent. So then loyas loyas that should not be done vim asa chayiv chatas avomita vekise. Traskol the asla, but let's see, talking about a bed or a folding chair or uh, asla is your folding toilet seat, or you have other types of things which are not considered. Oya mutul and taisa nechatchila, you're allowed to spread it out lichatchila on Shabbos. This invokes the classic discussion of strollers and folding um, pack and plays. So typically those things are mutter because either you're not using the space underneath it as the who the rights, so therefore it's not uh, a tent, or these things are open and close easily. They're considered already in motion to open and close. It invokes the discussion of an umbrella on Shabbos, whether that means the regular you know, rain umbrella or your umbrella that you have on your picnic table. So all these things are discussed based on this Gemara. Okay, then the Mishnah said, You can't pour the wine through a strainer on Shabbos. And even if I set up the strainer before Shabbos, I can't pour wine through it on Shabbos. Now I would assume there is a Isser. We would, we would consider it Bayer, but let's see what the Gemara says. Shimer Mai. What's the Halacha? What if someone did it? Shimer You violated one of the Lama Tesmalachas, which we'll see in a second. And your chayav chatas. So the Mark says, "Maskel Rav Sheish doesn't make sense." Mieke midi. Is there something? The Rabbanim chayav chatas. The Chum say Isra deraisa. Rabbi Lazar Shari lachira. Let's hold this mochel lachatchila. Come on, it's two opposite opinions. Now the truth is, you go through Shas, we do see this, but at the end of the day, the Rishonim say. We'd rather not say that this is a machlekes mikatze al katze from one extreme to the other extreme. According to one man, the Amar Yechayev Chatos, meaning your mom is violating Shabbos, you did this on purpose, you're no longer considered a, you know, a Shomer Shabbos Jew. Terrible. The other one holds, no problem, go for it, enjoy. It's mikatze al katze. What's going on here? So, Maskele Rav Yosef says, really? We have other places. Why not? Hare Ir shows up. When it comes to going back to our parak of a Me'isha Yosef, what a woman's allowed to walk out with on Shabbos, the jewelry, all those different halachas. When it comes to the Ir shows up, the city of gold, that was like a crown. There are mayor, it was an ornament. There are mayor, Mechayev Chatos. He says, he walks out on Mishra Sarab on Shabbos, like that. Chayev Chatos. Blaz HaShor Lechila. Blaz HaShor Lechila. So, what do you see? You see that is, that we do have machlokes mikatzal katzah mahi the tanya loiseidze isha beir shows up the imyatza chayevus chatas divi rabbi meir meir holds chayev chatas achamayim loiseidze imyatza petura so that's the middle shita rabbi lezer miyotze isha beir shows up achil see rabbi lezer once again holds and argues mikatzal al katzah what's he allowed to do with the chachila so what's going on here shemalei abaya. Abaya says, no, this is a different situation. There's three different opinions here. When we are bothered, we are bothered when there's only two opinions, one saying totally fine, one saying terrible. When I have one of them saying fine, one saying, okay, I don't know, 
you know, middle ground, Pater Rabbi Lazar, and the other one saying totally bad, maybe that's fine. Amalei Abai, Misav Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Meir, Kaid Amar Chayiv Chatas, he argued directly with her mayor. You said Chayiv Chatas, I say, Mutter, no, Hunter Rabbanon, Kaid, Argin the Rabbanon. Rabbanon said, eh, Pater. He said, man, Mutter. So Dami Pater Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Luhu and he himself said, Mutter Lechatchila. It's Mutter Lechatchila. Again, not all the Achroinim, you know, see that this is a great tarot. But, uh, yeah, in fact, we do see sometimes that we do argue Mikatsa. Katsa Abai is trying to say, nah, it's not really a, an argument from one end to the other end of the spectrum. Perhaps when you have three different opinions, each one is arguing on the middle one as opposed to the most extreme opinions arguing. Okay. Now, the Mishnah said a person, uh, well, Mishnah said that you're not allowed to do the strainer on Shabbos according to Chaman. We assume now you're Chayav Achata. So which Malacha did this person do? What hasra do you give? Now, some Rishonim learned that the hasra has to be specific. If you give hasra about the wrong malacha, even though you tell the guy, if you do this malacha, you're chayav misa, you tell the fellow, you don't do it. If you do it, chayav misa. But if you told him, oh, it's, it's a makabapatish, and really it's not makabapatish, it's a problem of toifer, of sewing, a halacha is that he wouldn't get skila because you didn't give the proper hasra. So let's see. Mishum mai masrinabe. Which hasra do we give? Rabba amar mishum it's a classic example of bayra. You're, you're separating. When you pour the wine, that's sifting. It looks like a sifter, like a filter. You put flour through a sifter. It, uh, it holds back the uh, the rocks, the sediment. Uh, but when it comes to wine, so I'm a rabbi. Hold on a second. My shita makes sense. Why am I dark? shall How does bayra work? You have a mixture of you know nuts and shells. So you take out something good and you leave the psalas. When you strain the wine, you took the food, you took the wine, you leave behind the the dregs. I'm Rav Zera. No, my opinion makes a lot more sense. Why When it comes to sifting, what ends up happening at the end of the day is you have the strained product. Uh, the, the strained product goes through, and you have your wine on the bottom. The parts that got um, held back in the filter. Those are psoilas, those are mamala. Some rakib says mamata, fakanami psoilas mamala, the oichel mil mata. Tony Rabbi Rami Bar Yecheskel. Talus kafula layasa. So you should not make a, you take a talus kafula, we call it a uh, folded tent, but it means you cannot take a, uh, you know, a talus and stretch it out over something, making it a tent. Vimasa pato avalasa. If you do this, your pot is pato, but it's still asar. The why is it pato? Because it's only oil aray. It's only a temporary tent, but you shouldn't do this. So now, now when they used to suspend these above poles or, you know, sticks, if it was already wrapped on it and tied to the pole before Shabbos, so then then you're allowed to do it. That's similar to an awning, which is already set to be rolled out, so it's already there. So Allah is you're to roll it out on Shabbos, like a stroller, a cover, or you know, your rain cover for your stroller. Same thing. Since it's it's it might be other term anyways, but that would be the first uh, jab at why those things would be mutter. Kila mahu, can you spread out a kila? A kila is a canopy. So Amar le, af mita asura. Even putting putting up a bed is asur. So the Gemara says, mita mahu. He asked him again, what's the regarding a bed? Amar le, for sure a bed is mutter. Av kila mutaris. 
So, they say, so then he said, Kila umitamao. What's Allah regarding a canopy and a bed? I'm like, Kila sura umitamataris. So the Kila is also umitamataris. So I said, what's going on? Three totally different responses. One, say, one he said, both are asur. One he said, both are mutter. The other one he said, uh, Kila is asur and umitamataris. Mataris. Vlai, kasha. Hadakam raf umitamataris. When is a bed a problem? Kidda karma noi. It's like the famous. Um, we had this before, that the that they had these uh, beds from Karmanoi, which you had to assemble. So therefore, whenever you have to assemble something, there's a xera of shema shema yitkain. Maybe you're going to fix it. You're gonna dar. You're gonna you're gonna shema hodig. I think it's called. You're gonna make it really tight, which would be an iser daraisa. So you can't put things back together again on Shabbos. So that's why this mito was also not because of making a tent. So how the Kamalay of Kilimutaras when did he say Kilas Mutter? That's Kidrami by Yachasko, where he said it was already tied onto the pole, like an awning, and it's ready to get stretched out. Kila Suro Mitamutaras, when he said that a canopy uh, is Usr, but a bed is mutter, that's Kididan. That's like our beds where you had a uh, you had a bed and the, imagine, uh, you know, those, uh, ca- you know, uh, office cabinet beds. You pull it down, and you see, uh, you know, and there's a bed on it. So you pull it down, that's fine, because you're not using the space underneath it. For various reasons, putting, putting a bed in place is not considered an oil. However, putting the, the bed curtains, you have, you know, these, uh, the kilo was the canopy on top of the bed, that would be a, a problem on Shabbos. I'm Rav Yosef. saw that the canopies, in the bay, the house of Ravuna, the Meorza at night, Negidu, they were spread out. Umit Safra in the morning, Chavita Rami, they were on the ground, meaning they took it down, they put it up, no problem. Regular, they didn't care about this oil business on Shabbos. So what's going on? Or some Rav Mishum, I'm Rav Mishum Fine, that was the that was the psak that they didn't care too much about this kila. Okay, so I'm a Rav Mishum Abchia Viloin. When it comes to a curtain, mutl and mutl you can hang it up, put it down. There's a discussion regarding a mechitza hamateres. Let's say you can't, uh, you need to make a partition for halachic reasons. So there, that, that might, might be a concern. But let's say it's not a mechitza hamateres. The example, interesting, the example the Shulchan gives is you want to uh, separate two rooms you know, for davening, you know, between uh, to the main shul and the ezos nashim. So you're allowed to put a curtain up. So vila mutl and taisa mutl you pick it up, uh, you know, hang it up, put it down. When it comes to the kiles chasanim, which is what we call our, our uh, either, either means like you know your typical chuppah, or they had these uh, you know canopies for uh, you know the the chasan bed they would call it. That's fine. So the Gemara is going to qualify that. When do we say that you're allowed to make this tent, whether it's for a chuppah or Maybe on top of a bed frame. That's only when she bin noiga tefach. Noiga means the, the flat part. The roof does not have a tefach. But when there's a tefach of roof, it doesn't come to a point. Avayish bin naga tefach asura. Because then, that's asura. That would be considered a, uh, a oihel aray. V'chi'in bin naga tefach nami. Even if it doesn't have a tefach uh, flat point, meaning it comes to a point. That's only when within three tefachim of the point, uh, it, it is not, it is, it is uh, not wider than one tefach, which basically means it's impossible. It means within twelve inches, it's going to spread out. Anytime you're making a tent, unless you make a very narrow, a thin, uh, with tent, typically it's going to spread at least a tefach, which is a couple of inches. 
you know, by the time it's 12 inches down the slope. So either way, he says, because of love, but within three talking, we consider it that that's the actual uh, roof, and it comes to a point of a tefach, and we will consider that a oil. Okay. But let's say, so you have your pointed uh, roof, and you have these uh, these sheets going down towards the bed from the bed frame. So you're so far you're so you're, you're so far so good. Meaning we made sure this it comes to a point, and when it goes down, it goes down really really uh, vertical, not much of an angle, and there's no tefach space between the two sheets between the you know ma- making this roof angle. You don't have a tefach space within the first three tachim. Very good. We're all good. To go. However, if it hangs above you know below the bed, so let's say you have a mattress. And, and the, the sheets, theoretically, the sheets of the mattress are a tefach hanging uh, on the side of the bed. So that's called shipua tefach. That makes the entire thing like an oil, and you have a problem. Obviously, our sheets and curtains do not have this issue because we're not suspending it from the roof. We're suspending it from, it's on, it's on your mattress. So that's not called the oil. I'm sorry, I, I, I messed this up. So what I just said was the second part. That what was the first thing that, that, I, that, I, that I messed up? Uh, let's go back. That's when there's no tefach underneath the, uh, the, the, uh, the slope. Okay? This is what we said before. When you don't have... The, uh, the the slope does not go down one tefach. So let's say you had a, um, it, it comes to a point uh, towards the top. Then, let's go back to, to mathematics here. The slope, the angle of the slope is not a, a, a tefach. But if there's a shipua tefach within uh, three tefachim, so then that would be a problem. It doesn't hang above, above the mattress. It doesn't hang above the mattress. You have a felt hat. You have this uh, wide hat. That is mutter to wear on Shabbos. Why would I think it's not? Maybe it's like a tent. You have these big uh, flying saucer hats. So the Gemara says, V'itmar. Siyani Aser, I you told me it's Aser, so pick one. So Marshall Lekasha had this Tefach, ha the less pay Tefach. If there's a Tefach with on the brim, so not really in style today, maybe in Satmer, so then you have a problem because that's a tent. Ha the less pay Tefach. So Marshall, you have the Shabbe Viglima Tefach. Let's say you're wearing a hoodie and it goes above your head a Tefach, you know, Tefach sticking out. You're wearing a baseball cap, so that's a problem. What's going on? So the Gemara said, Allah Kasha, Hod Mahadik, Hod Loy Mahadik. When do we say it's it's not a problem? That's when it's tight fitted. So then there's no concern. To Loy Mahadik, if it's loose, then maybe it's considered a oil, because it's not no longer considered a baghead. It's not close, not tight on your body. It will be an oil. That's one way to learn it. The other way to learn it is that we're not talking about oil here. We're talking about we're concerned that it's going to fly off of your head on Shabbos, and you might carry it. So when it's fitted tightly, no problem. However, if it's not fitted tightly, there will be a concern. So maybe people should not wear hats in, in the street on Shabbos. If you live in a place where there's Rosh Hashanah and you know on a windy night, your hat's going to fly off. So shouldn't that be a concern? What about a yarmulke? So a yarmulke, at least, you could say we don't walk around without a yarmulke. So even if it flies off, by the time you pick it up, you put it back on your head and you keep walking. But a hat, people don't like to wear their hat the entire day. 
interesting why we are not concerned for this on Shabbos. So he said, tell us, tell us some things that, that, uh, that, that, um, you know, in the name of Rav. Rav is your Rebbe. So please tell us things that Rav said. So he says, Tati b'Shabbos, v'chad Tell us two halachas of Shabbos and one regarding Kamal Torah. So Shalach le sent back to Rami Ba'yecheskel, when we said they allowed to hang a goid, a, a bag, or a sack, b'kisna, by the straps on Shabbos, so I'm a rabbi. Shana Allah b'shnei b'nei Adam. That's talking about two people. So when two people hang up the bag, hang up the cleats, hang up the bag. So imagine like when you're setting a table. So two people that set a table, put the tablecloth down on, the, on your windy uh, patio. So it's fine. They put it down. They put like you know a, a, a box of a box of tissues on it. Okay, so it doesn't fly off. When one person does it, you got to make it tight on one end, and they got to go to the other side and make it tight again. So if one person's doing it, that is a problem. Buy the kilo, feel the When it comes to a kilo canopy, when spreading it out by uh, ten people, EF should porta. A small part of it would. Would actually be spread because EF should deloy mechat report. It's impossible that they're not going to have some good proper spreading, and therefore it's usher. So the question is, what about you know kolma arim on sim chastera? It's a good kasha. How are you allowed to do that? How are you allowed to spread out your talus uh, by kolma arim? So over there, it's not being held up by poles. We are holding it with our hands, and many of the uh, points going to speak out specifically regarding that case that it is not a problem because you're not suspending it on poles. Let's say a person wanted to do that; they didn't want to uh, hold up. The talus during Kol Ha'arim and the Mishaberach, and they want to put it on a pole or even a, a broom, a broomstick, hockey stick. That would actually be a concern of this that you're uh, you're making oil aray on Shabbos. Idoch Mai, what's this other halacha that you said? The Tanya, Kira Shenishmata Achas Miyakasel. You have an oven. One of the legs broke off. Mutalatafel. Let him move it on Shabbos. Shtaim. If two legs broke off, Aser, you're not allowed to move it because once two legs of the oven have broken off, it's no longer considered a keli and it should be muksa. So Rav, Rav says no. If you look Hanami Aser, even if one leg broke off. I am concerned that it's muksa. If we allow you to move it, you might just go try to reattach that missing leg, and that would be boyna on Shabbos, and therefore it's usher to move the oven, even if it's missing one leg. Tyra, what about this halacha that Rav said regarding Tyra? Rav said, Tyra is going to be forgotten from Tyra. Hashem will be mafli, which means, you know, extraordinary, something like we say, mafli lasos in Ashiyatzar. So, hafla zuini idea mahu. What exactly does hafla mean? So, Kishoyim, says, l'chein hini yosef lahafli is amazeh halfway b'fela, that Hashem's not going to do these extreme things amongst Klai Yisrael. And it'll be halfly of a fella, have the hafla zu Torah. It must be, it's talking about Torah. The Pasik says, of the Chachmas Chacham of Abinas Navoinov to starters. It sounds like you're going to lose the Chachmas Atira. Tonarabanan, Kishinikhus Rabbi Sin the Karambiabna. When Chacham went to Karambiabna, where the Sanhedrin was, so Amru, they said, I see the Torah should the Shacham Yisrael. Torah one day will be forgotten from Klai Yisrael. Shem of the Pasik says, Niyambam, Nimashem, Rav Aretz, as a famine in the land. Loy Rav, Valachem, Veloid Samalamayim, Kim the Shmaya, Eistevre Hashem. Everyone's going to be thirsty just to hear the words of Hashem. Ochsev, and Omi, Amad, Yamad, Safamia, others that they may be going from sea to sea. From uh, from north to south, looking for Torah, you start to levakish as far as Shemlim. So they're wandering to 
see the Dvar Hashem, but they cannot find it. Dvar Hashem is Allah, Dvar Hashem is when Mashiach will come, Dvar Hashem is they cannot find it. So you see that Asida Shetishtakach Torah Mi Yisrael. Ma Yishoy Tulavakis Dvar Hashem, what are they going to be busy searching for Hashem? Amru. So Chum said, Asida Yishoy Shetitok Kikosh Hashem, what is going to have? A loaf of trumer bread, which was baked in a oven that was tummy. The talks about the kmisias, what the like them tummy even tarish. She can call up all the batihayra. She's gonna ask them, is it tar? Is it tummy? The ain maybe no one's gonna know. Is the bread? Tar or Thomas. Mar says in Tahira, he and Tmei, what? What type of Shiloh is that? Behemic Sibay says in the Pasuk, Mikola Oichel, Asher, Yeyachal. Of course, if, if bread is cooked in a oven, a Klicheris oven, that is Tame. Of course, the bread becomes Tame. El Leidem Rishani Hidem Shniya. She's going to want to know is it the bread Tumas Rishon or Tumas Shani? They may even know who's going to know. So the Gemara says, Hanami must need something. This is also a mission of the Tan. Hasherish and Sabatan, you have a Sheretz found in an oven. And you have bread in it. So the so the so theoretically the sheretz is in the oven. Halach is if it's inside the airspace of a klicheres like an oven, it makes the keli cheres tame. So the sheretz, which is a avatoma, makes the oven tame. That's a rishon tama. The oven makes the bread tame because it's in its airspace. That becomes a sheni. So very good. Hapas besoichay shnia shatanar tchila. The tanar became rishon, and the bread became shnia. So what's the shaila? So the gemara says mistapka luhu. The chachamim in those days are not going to be not going to know. Had amra leirav ada barahava the rava. They're not going to be sure what the halach is. It says like this that rav ada barahava said to rav, said to rava, lech zayu hai tanura kemadamali tuma. Why don't we say that since the sherets is in the oven, the whole thing should be considered tummy, as if it's touching. If it have a pastor shen, it should be as if the sherets, which is in the oven, is touching the bread, literally. Since they're both being tummy because they're in the airspace, they're in the same airspace, maybe the sherets should be like in the airspace of a pass and make the pass tummy as if the sherets is taking up the whole thing and literally touching the bread. So the Gemara says, Amalei, no. We don't do that. The Tanya, we don't I would have thought that if you have a klicheres and inside um, of this klicheres you have uh, another keli, a spatula. So I would think that the spatula should become tummy because in the airspace of the klicheres, what's inside becomes tummy. That's only when we call only only food in the avir of klicheres. And kelim cannot be matame with the avir of klicheres. What do you see from here? If it was true that if a sheret was inside and we would say, it's as if the sheret is taking up the entire space, and it would be as if it touched the, the metal keli. So the metal keli could become tummy from the very fact that it's not true. So therefore we see we don't say mamalin hakli li tame. Fine. So that would be the response, and that is why uh, that was the, the question of Rav Ada. That was Rav Ada's question. And then he says, I see the Torah, the Shtakach I was talking about this halachic shayla. One more. Brisa, famous Brisa, Tanya. Rav Shimon, Yichai Oimer, Chas V'Sholem, Shetishtakach, Torah, Mi Yisrael. Chas V'Sholem, that the Torah is going to be forgotten. So he argued, and he said, Shnema Kiloisi Shochach, Mi Pizare, it became a famous song. 
it's not going to be forgotten from Kali. So Elamani, the kind of person, says, show to Levagash Svashem Lein, so they won't be able to find God. So, they go, so, he, so it comes to Rav Shem Meichai, he says, I'll tell you, Pshat. Shleginsu, they won't find Halacha Bura, a Halacha Bura, or Mishnah Bura, probably the source for the name, Mishnah Bura. They won't find a clear Halacha, a clear Psach, a clear teaching, but Makam Echad in one place, meaning one Rav is going to say this, one Rav is going to say that, one Sefer is going to say that. So we're not going to we're not going to see halacha brura mishnah brura. That's probably why they, the name of the swarm in uh, the last uh, century they, they named it after these gemaras. But uh, that is pshat in when we said taro will uh, will will they'll be seeking taira, but chas v'shalom sheteshtakach taira meisrael. Okay, I'm sorry that was rushed. I uh, somehow found some time to squeeze it in here. Uh, looking forward to seeing everyone in person. Uh, learning tomorrow.